This is Bragg, the son of Balan, and you're listening to Light the Beacons, a Lotro podcast. Welcome to the world of Middle-earth. are lit. Lotro calls for aid. And Grima shall answer. I'm on Dung Heap, the beacon of garbage. Welcome to Douse the Beacons, a Lotro podcast focusing on the pitiful MMORPG, Lord of the Rings Online, which is surely on its last legs by now, as well as related topics in thievery, bribery, extortion, and betrayal. This is episode number 99, and I am your malevolent host, Grima of Isengard. Wormy T, the Pastemaster 2000, the henchman with the stench, man, part-time dubstep DJ, wanted pedophile, and man of sterling repute. Broadcasting live from temporary DP, I'm here. In the waterworks of Moria, where my latest and greatest evil plan is being put into motion. I stand aside the so-called Great Wheel in this insipid, reeking wreck of a swamp. As some of you may know, the Saranen River has been dry low these many years, forming the black pool in front of the entrance to this misty mountain freeway the cursed elves used to call the Holland Gate. What many of you may not know, however is that this river was blocked up by the Watcher. The water obviously has to go somewhere, and so it is drained by a multitude of subterranean aqueducts and tunnels. Uh, Pay attention there in the back row, viewer. Do you think I'm lecturing you just for the pure joy of enhancing your edification? Pshaw. Rather, it is so that you can appropriately recognize my genius. Next time, there'll be a knuckle-wrapping. It has been a fairly simple matter to have my glob snaga lackeys relocate the corpse of the nearby watcher to block the largest drain, and then collect a multitude of those disgusting but useful glowworms from the dark delvings. It's basically an unending supply if you just keep touching those sticky hanging tendrils. And we use their slime to clog up the smaller cracks, and voila! The water level is already rising! I see that stupid giant turtle spinning in circles as he is inexorably raised to the roof of Filikur. Soon, all of Moria will be flooded. My master will be devastated, and he will give up this stupid beacon-lighting nonsense for good. Where is he, you might ask? Last I saw of him, he was sampling the tainted wine I left him in the tavern atop the 21st hall. Let's see how long it takes him to sleep off 5,000 milligrams of Morgul NyQuil. (laughs) By the time he does wake, if he wakes, it will be too late. I have swaved quite enough. I have slaved quite enough for that narcissistic, rotund, little bearded swine. Once again, for the fifth and final time, I am the master. Whoa, 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 uh, 
things are starting to get a little damp around here. Time to move on. I will just be scuttling over to the east as we speak, uh, gaining some higher ground, methinks. So while I'm a strategically ro relocating, let's go ahead and douse our second beacon. Ah, the second beacon of Illinok has been extinguished, the beacon of sarcasm. First, it's time for C-R-A-N-P, the thinly veiled acronym that everybody gets already. I apologize for all previous 98 episodes of Light the Beacons. Clearly, what started as some kind of pet vanity project has inexorably deteriorated into an exercise in self-indulgence, the likes of which we have not seen since Vingolfin made his people cross the Helcarax. Apart from that, the Grima is not repentant for anything, aside from not actually employing more stringent door wardens in Meduseld, who can actually follow directions for confiscating weapons? Uh, viewer comments. I want to thank everyone that wrote in, encouraging Bragg to give up this aimless pursuit. Everyone that insulted his middling intelligence, questioned his moral ambiguity, and pointed out the various and sundry issues with his disgusting physical appearance. And trust me, viewers, it's appalling. If you are somehow not in this category, then be gone. No one wants your kind here, bunch of shrew-stomping simpletons. Anyway, in this week's episode, we're going to talk for the last time about what we've been doing in-game these past few weeks. We are going to browbeat, abuse, and humiliate our listeners. And lastly, we are going to atlanticize the festering hole that is Moria, obliterating our master's hopes and dreams in a watery cataclysm. <laughs> if there is any time remaining, I will show you how to do some fun crafts with pipe cleaners, tic tacs, and glitter glue. Now, let's dice another one. Nardal, the beacon of sloth. What have I been doing in game these past few weeks, you might ask? Well, I am glad that you did. As it happens, I have been busy overseeing a special project. Can you guess what it might be? Yes, <laughs> the data center move for Standing Still Games. Now, maybe they did not know specifically that I would be directly involved with the project, but when you use a contractor called WormTech, it seems to me you are going to get what you paid for. <laughs> My apologies to any that were inconvenienced by the extended downtime, but conveniently for me, it enabled the smokescreen I needed to move the Watcher and Glowworm carcasses undetected by the prying eyes of meddling Moria muckabouts. Yes, take it all in. Bask in my brilliance. Bask, I say. Hey, you, on the water skis. I don't see you basking. <laughs> That's better. Well, judging by the steam escaping from the bulwarks of the enemy, the rising tide seems to have reached the flaming deeps. I can see Crankluck doing the backstroke around his ruined forges. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. Scalding, in fact. It's like eating a pizza hot pocket straight out of the microwave. I think I've done my tongue. Time to move on before I am fricasseed. I'll just mosey along to the foundations of stone. <laughs> 
Here we are at the fourth beacon of Erelas, the beacon of lost luggage. <sighs> Why must there be seven of these wretched things? I need some filler material. Here are some haikus. Everyone hates those, right? <clears throat> Stubborn shield maidens, scoffing at my advances. Now you can suck it. A second one. Saruman's shoulders, sagged under weight of greatness. My knife spells relief. <laughs> Poor hobbit farmers worked so hard in their green fields till the shire got scoured. <laughs> Theoden's makeup, a little too much, I thought. I stole his lipstick. And lastly, brag, beacon beggar. Bested by brilliant butler. Bye, brainless bastard. Okay, uh, <clears throat> enough with the prose. I feel the water lapping against my ankles. And it's taken on that green glow you get from the sunless sea down where, uh, I see lots of giant pink and purple mushrooms floating around. Was that a tall, pointy gray hat that just floated by? Very strange. Well, not sure I want any part of this disgusting miasma filth touching any part of my pasty skin. I am clear out of penicillin from that uh, syphilis thing I was dealing with after the dalliance with the Maryville Queen a few score episodes ago. Uh, I think it's time to hightail it up the endless stair and keep ahead of this burgeoning tidal disaster. <laughs> Onward to the fifth beacon of Minrimon. The beacon of microtransactions. Perhaps the evilest of all. And now for our sponsor segment. Special edition this week at dousethebeacons.com to commemorate the end of Bragg's little podcast experiment slash failure, we have t-shirts on sale. They read, I listened to 99 episodes of Light the Beacons and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. It comes in small, or triple XL sizes with only black letters on a black background. Come get yours while supplies last. No refunds or exchanges. <sighs> okay, that was a lot of stairs. I, I could not quite keep ahead of the water and I am now perched in the uppermost branches of the tree-like columns of Zelen Melek. It looks like the Bridge of Khazadum is no longer needed unless you want to use it as a diving board. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so much fun! <laughs> uh, well, I've bought myself a few minutes of respite up here in the stone trees. Let's move on to the sixth beacon of Kalinhad, the beacon of lies. Yeah, I got 99 episodes and my brag ain't one, or as I like to call it, Breaking Beacons, a retrospective. Now, let me sit in my leather easy chair, wearing my smoking jacket, and draw upon my pipe while sampling a snifter of brandy. Uh, just imagine that. In truth, I'm uh, swimming around the trees in Upper Zellamelech, but uh, you, you get the idea. Uh, it, it's about atmosphere. Stop nitpicking! Now, uh, putting on my critic's hat, I would like to comment as an expert in the field on the body of work that has come to be known as the Light the Beacons podcast. In short, it's a streaming pile of crap, 
devoid streaming and steaming, devoid of intellectual, spiritual, or even residual entertainment value, and created basically to assage the narcissism of its egomaniacal host. It's not fit to tie the shoelaces of the long line of Lotro podcasts that have come before it, and its very existence has been a stain upon the interwebs, or whatever you call them. As a great man once said, everyone in this room is dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may Aluvata have mercy on your soul. There were perhaps a few, very few, flashes of brilliance coming out of this whole mess, specifically episodes 30, 51, 64, and 80, which coincidentally correspond with the last four April 1st episodes dating back to 2015. From those masterpieces, we experienced amusing top 10 lists such as the top 10 people I wanted to stab between the shoulder blades, the top 10 ways to skin a hobbit, and the top 10 torture chambers in Lotro. Fascinating literary genius shared from Grimer's Grimoire, the scintillating stylings of Wormy T doing the Grimer rap, you all remember that one, don't you? And the enchanting melody of Do You Want to Destroy Rohan from just this past year. Surely, however, this episode has to represent the pinnacle of my sycophantic achievement, so you'd better appreciate it while it lasts. Well, too late, you snooze, you lose, viewers. My escape routes are disappearing here, so as I doggy paddle through the fanged pit, past Jazzergond and over to the door to the clouds, upon the backs of a few drowning but still apparently buoyant Maryville, uh, let us move along to the final beacon. Halifirian, or as I like to call it, the beacon of orgasmic disappointment. It's time for you to leave, for good this time. I have more important matters to attend to than to bother with you people anymore. The water is flowing down the slopes of Xerax Ziggle as I cling to the top step of the endless stairs, and my plan is at last complete. I have essentially created the biggest and perhaps most disgusting water fountain in the entire world of Middle-earth. That brings us to the end of the 99th and final episode of Douse the Beacons. There will be no dawn or episode 100 for men or any other race for that matter. I would love for you to keep your inane comments to yourself because Bragg won't be back to read any of them again ever. So what's the point? You can contact me to send money or accolades at wormyt at gmail.com. The T stands for Terrific Guy. Facebook or Twitter at WemmyT, or my website at dousethebeacons.com, where you can personally donate to my Pasteon campaign. I kindly request you to give Bragg a zero stars review on iTunes if perchance you are so inclined to appropriately close the book on this decrepit era. If your comments displease me, I shall have my revenge. So I hope you cried either at or with me. I hope you might have learned a lesson you will never forget, or perhaps bewailed your miserable existence. And most of all, I hope you perish frequently this week in Middle-earth. This is Grimer, ruler of Isengard, God, God, and the drowned kingdom of Moria, signing over and out. 
So bugger off. And remember, the next time you take something for granted and then lose it forever, the grimer will be laughing. <laughs> so pack that in your pipe and smoke it. And then douse the beacons. TTFE, everybody. That means ta-ta forever. And um, can someone send me a big moth or something over here? Uh, not sure how I'm going to get down. <laughs> This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end of our elaborate plans. The end of everything that stands. The end. No safety or survival.